social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Fall is the perfect time to get your lawn the best it can be. Folks, call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401-392-1025 or online, lawndoctor.com. Lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025. Fall is the perfect time where they will treat your lawn. Top quality lawn care company for Rhode Island. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. And this is the best time to have it treated. Call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401 401- 392-1025 or online at lawndoctor.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. It's Wednesday. It is October 20th. And uh, I want to give credit to Rhode Island, uh, Rhode Island, Texas State uh, Senator, or Texas Senator, I should say, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, who finally is uh, shining a light in the hypocrisy that's going on, which means that, you know, all over the country, people say, oh, yeah, you got to let them in. you got to let the illegals in. Oh, you know, melting pot. But they're not too keen about having them come into their own community. So this is what it started like. He did an appearance, and he was throwing out how he thinks it should it should work this because of... New ports of entry, like... Palo Alto, California, like St. Helena, California, like Yountsville, California, like Greenwich, Connecticut, like Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, like Cambridge, Massachusetts, Martha's Vineyard, uh, Block Island, Rhode Island, oh. Go- uh, Governor's Island, Scarsdale, New York, Block North Island, Island, Vermont, and Nantucket. So rich Democrats can be seen yep. and suddenly see 10, 20, 30, 50,000 illegal immigrants like we're seeing in Texas on a daily basis. And I can just envision them in Nantucket sipping a martini going, oh. You know, folks, th- this is uh, Governor McKee. He's all about, oh, Rhode Island's going to do their part, bring them in. How would he feel about them going to Cumberland? He didn't even like the protesters in Cumberland that Friday night. So now, yesterday, that's what... Uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz said, and then yesterday, because he mentioned Newport, Rhode Island, and then he mentioned Block Island, so Governor McKee had his press briefing, and then one of the things he was asked about was what Senator Cruz said, and here was yesterday Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee responding to it. Direct conversation with Senator Cruz. And and what do you think of this plan that he introduced? I don't, again, I don't know much about that. Uh, I know that Rhode Island will do its part relative to uh, Afghan uh, refugees. Uh, we're certainly going to do our part where we, we, we can. And I would think that, um, uh, yeah, I, I realize than that, I really don't have a real, a real good comment that is, that is polite at this point in time. <laughs> I think that's funny. That's polite at this point. What is that supposed to mean? Can't you comment on it? And it has nothing to do with the Afghan refugees. It has to do with all the Haitians and the Guatemalans and Mexicans at the at the border. That's what it has to do. And what about point of entry? Well, Senator Cruz was not done yet because then Senator Cruz was asked about that. Senator Cruz, Ted, Senator Ted Cruz, who we uh, obviously support and admire, he was then asked about that, and he was on last night on Fox. And then here's what he had to say about Governor McKee. The population of the city. And, and I got to say, in response to my bill today, it's been fun seeing Democrats pull their hair out and, and, and explain why it's a terrible bill. You know, the governor of Rhode Island said, well, I, I can't say anything nice about this bill at all. All I can do is insult it. And, and, and I got to say, I, I responded to the governor. And I said, well, gosh, it seems to me you can only say one of two things. You can either say, sure, we'd love to see two million illegal immigrants in Newport, Rhode Island, number one. Or number two, you could say, if that's a bad thing, gosh, maybe Joe Biden and Kamala Harris shouldn't be inflicting this massive surge on Texas and the rest of the country. You can't have it both ways. Either it's a good thing or bad thing, and these liberals are hypocrites that want want to see illegal aliens in your communities, but not their privilege. You know, he is exactly right. Senator Cruz is exactly right. And folks, listen, this what really got this going yesterday was the fact that the New York Post discovered they're flying them out of Texas 
two different places. And one of the places that's been rumored for a while, and I was down there last night, and there certainly seems to be a lot of activity, especially at night. But I've uh, we talked about it yesterday in the program, but I've heard from different people that live at Quonset Point and that they have these flights that come in and out uh, late at night, middle of the night, so to speak, whatever you want to say, but past like 9 o'clock, sometimes 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Why, why would a flight be arriving then? And who are these people getting off the plane? And, and, and look at what was going on. You have the, the uh, Westchester Airport in New York. As I mentioned, they weren't flying them in to Kennedy and LaGuardia. People that live near Westchester Airport were saying, who are these flights coming in? And then you see the people coming off the buses. That's who it is. They quietly bring them in. Why are they doing it in the dead of the night? Who are these people? Now, as much as this is being done, by the way, by the government, this is being done by the U.S. government. So, you know, Governor McKee can try to laugh it off. Oh, I don't have anything polite to say about Senator Cruz. How about just addressing what Senator Cruz said? And what about the fact of the different communities? And then why he, as I said, I was there that Friday night. Governor McKee did not even like frontline workers, protesters in his uh, very nice but community of Cumberland. How would he feel about uh, what would be his reaction if 5,000 Haitians showed up? What Senator Ted Cruz is saying is port of entry. Why does Texas have to be penalized? Why not instead tell them point of entry will now be Block Island, meaning you want to get into the country, that's where you go in. You can't get into Texas. Point of entry. You need asylum. You need river. That's where you go in. Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard. Let them start to fill it. Newport. Let all the ships and rafts start to pull up there. That's what he's trying to say. Now, Governor McKee then obviously didn't. Well, you know, we'll take our Af- Afghans. Afghans, look at the, the rising population, the Latino rising population of Rhode Island. It's not because of, of Afghan, Afghan refugees. It's all the, all the uh, Latino that are coming in. Huge number, huge numbers. And by the way, and an open door policy, right? A totally open border. And the state allows them all to come in. And they don't condemn it in any, in any way or criticize it. Uh, but they, boy, they were quick to criticize Senator Ted Cruz yesterday. Congressman Langevin said, "You don't you even mention Rhode Island. What do you mean don't mention Rhode Island? Who are you? Talk about a fake tough guy. And then you have uh, Governor McKee. What do you mean you can't say anything polite? Why not? Why not seriously address the bill? If you're that uh, open about refugees, about folks, it's all illegals is what it is. Any way you want to toss it. Well, then what about point of entry? Then say we want to make Newport, Rhode Island, a point of entry. We want to make Block Island, meaning that then they spread the word. No, you can't get in through Texas anymore. But if you go through Block Island, you can get in. Then see how he feels about that. Can you imagine Senator Sheldon Whitehouse seeing all the refugees, all the illegals pulling up? I'm saying refugees are really just illegals. Migrants, whatever term you want to use. How about them going ashore at Bailey's Beach? They don't even have any black members. And now you're going to have what? 15, 12,000, 13,000 Haitians under that bridge. Folks, see, they don't like it because someone's calling them out on it. And we don't have someone in our Washington delegation who would do it. So then, therefore, it takes on, let it be Senator Ted Cruz. They're all about equity and diversity. We have to be nice to each other. But if someone like Ted Cruz opens his mouth, it's fair game to slam him. All right, folks, a lot more ahead. Also, go to the website, topetro.com. We have the video up and a lot more. It's all uh, ahead on the John DePetro Show. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed you need, need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, 
commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Fall, very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency Infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401-351-7600. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Joining me right now, he is a columnist with the Boston Globe. There's Dan McGowan. And Dan, I want to start off. The Boston Globe has full coverage. Everyone's, uh, I think, a little tired this morning. Uh, and then it's, you know, everyone's going to bounce back and get through the workday because then the next game is today uh, coming up at at five o'clock, but um, boy, that was uh, that was a disappointing finish to what had been a very exciting Red Sox game. Yeah, difficult. I mean, you know, <laughs> talk about like the 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 uh, all the challenges of baseball wrapped into one. Right, we're all excited to watch the Red Sox, and then the game, you know, in regulation, right? It's not there. And they get to the ninth inning, and I think it was. Oh, a little bit of a challenge there, and you're right. Coming back today, I think they play at five today. So yes. uh, I think every everybody's a little uh, overtired for sure. I know I. The cool thing, yeah. you know, this is one of the the you know this, John, but one of the cool things about working at the Globe is, you know, of course our owners also own the Red Sox, but our you know the coverage of the the Red Sox, the Globe has actually been the bible for years for for, yes. for you know all boston sports coverage and it's so much fun to work with an organization that you know puts so much resources into covering particularly you know the the when it gets to the playoffs and I think my colleague and, and columnist uh, very, very controversial has a lot recently in writing about the red sox rights ever after every game um, so it's been really just, you know, personally very fun to happen to work for a place that is so closely tied to covering the Red Sox. And, uh, and folks, what some people may not realize, Dan McGowan is, he's a baseball coach. You're obviously yep. a baseball fan. This, you know, what I kind of find uh, nice is, I, you know, to be honest, I, I really didn't watch one full game all season, but it's like everybody suddenly just came together in the playoffs and this, exciting team and i can't even imagine this like series if fenway was not packed with fans so i think i think it's just been this unexpected gift of the fall that suddenly it it just feels so normal again watching it It, i'm so glad you point that out because you're you're so right 
I, I was thinking about this in uh, after I think it was was it game three, uh, you know, after the, the the Kyle Schwarber Grand Slam, and you know, of course, it's a great moment. So the play, Fenway was electric, but you know, you you're I was watching it just on television, and it was you know just jumping off the screen at how loud the place was and how just pumped everybody was. Um, and you're, you're, you're exactly right. You know, you don't, I'm nostalgic. I love baseball. As you, as you mentioned, I coach it and, and care about it a lot. You know, I recognize on the first one to say, you, you, you know, how many games did I watch all year, a nine inning game? Very rarely, right? It's long. It's a long season. Uh, the game I think is, is probably too long. Uh, you know, I know they've tried to address it and all, but, then you, you, you know, you watch the playoffs and you stay up all night last night, essentially, you know, watching it too. And even in a loss, the, it just, it feels so right <laughs> that, that, you know, baseball is in a, is in a good place and the Red Sox are there. Uh, I think there are probably a lot of sports fans all around the country who would say that we're very entitled fans, of course. Uh, but you, you're right, you know, you, you, especially you connect it to kind of everything that, that we've gone through through the pandemic, like the, you know, it wasn't that long ago, only a couple of months, you know, we're, we're hearing cases spiking and things are going really bad. And, oh my God, are we going to have, you know, we're going to have to close down things again. And to see Fenway kind of rocking, uh, it, it is a, that maybe better things are, are, are coming. It is Damon Gowan. It's also a nice break from, you know, just all the divisiveness from, you know, Trump in office and then the fighting with people with the yeah. masks and the mandates. And just for a couple hours, everyone kind of coming together, you know that, you know, th- there's there's no element of the us versus them type attitude. It's it's everybody united at Fenway. It just yeah. God, it's it really incredible. The escape uh, it, powerful. It, feeling of escapism that sports brings and that's that's what i think it's brought over the past 10 days it also helps the, uh to have a really strong uh and the patriots face this too texas as sort of our new england enemy is great right yes. cowboys on sunday night uh it didn't go the patriots way and then you know houston's a controversial team in in baseball and so it, 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 you know, it's not the Yankees, but it is, it's kind of fun to be able to, I think you're right. It actually sort of brings people together. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, where you stand politically or on masks. It's like, no, we cannot let the Houston Astros make the world series. Yes. <laughs> and, and folks, the Boston Globe has, I mean, dance, but I mean, just the best coverage, every element of it, even actually in real time, I'll, I'll check the, the website during the course of the game and covering it in real time. You know, before we move on to some of the other news of the day, but Dan McGowan, I'm curious, uh, what are your thoughts as Alex Cora as a manager? I mean, talk about no stranger to controversy, but just as someone who, you know, you manage kids and, and you have to coach, and uh, boy, he he gets his team prepared to go and and build such loyalty to him. He's um, the team obviously stuck with him because then he had to sit out the year after yeah. the, the scandal with the Astros, but. He is a really impressive manager. He is. And you know what, what I love about him? One of the challenges baseball has had, in, I think, over the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, anyone who's seen Moneyball or read the Moneyball book knows, you know, baseball is so analytics driven and it, to a point where it's hard. You know, like when we were kids, you know, the, the RBI leader was a really big deal. And now you realize, oh, you know, people don't even look that hard at RBIs or, or batting average, things like that. And that has trickled into all the front offices. Uh, you know, you read some of the coverage, read the New York Post or the New York Daily News about the Yankees and, you know, how manager Aaron Boone is basically has to make every decision uh, via, you know, what the front office wants and, and putting them in, you know, the best analytical position. And while the Red Sox are very much, you know, in, uh, in that world too. The cool thing is Al- what you see is Alex Cora understands that, you know, <laughs> what the analytics don't tell you is, you know, when your player has a sore arm and how can you, you know, get them to get through it when they're feeling, you know, bad about themselves, girlfriend broke up. I mean, literally crap like that. Uh, you know, things that he, he understands that personal dynamic so, so very well. Um, and you just see it. They love him. 
Um, you know, he is he's, he's just a he's the almost the exact opposite of Bill Belichick in a lot of ways. He's charismatic. He he's uh, you know, and and you see I, the players just play for him, and it's a big you know, after a terrible season last year. You know, one of the major changes, of course, was bringing back Alex Cora, and suddenly you're you know two games away from the World Series as we talk. Folks, again, we're speaking about Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Um, you start off roadmap saying can. Can Nelly Gorbia uh, get people to care about ransomware or cyber or cyber? I think mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, my answer is no, but I, it, it is interesting that if that's an angle that, that she is, well, take us inside how that came about because her campaign to me has been very, very quiet. And I think she is looking for a defining issue for a campaign. I don't know if they've hit gold with that, but no, no. If, if, if she's going to run for governor on cybersecurity, uh, we can pretty much say she will not be the governor of Rhode Island yeah. next year. You know, this is interesting. There's a, she, she hosts uh, basically every other year, usually the, I think the off year elections or the odd years. Um, she hosts a, you know, a cybersecurity summit that, you know, it's, it's actually quite interesting, you know, if you get in the weeds on it, you get really fascinating kind of presentations from the FBI comes in and tells you, you know, what they're seeing. Um, you know, it's very in the weeds. But the thing is, is the, the reason it's important and the reason why I wanted to write about it for Roadmap, one is the, the, the summit is today. But, you know, more and more you hear about, you know, Sean, you must get these kind of tips all the time. Uh, you know, who's you know, whose check didn't clear, uh, you know, in the city of Providence or, or you know, the, the, uh, East Greenwich had a big ransomware attack. You know, cities and towns in particular are very um, kind of prone to um, some of these, these attacks, which sometimes make you, you know, freeze uh, kind of, uh, you know, internal systems. Sometimes people don't get paid. Um, and sometimes you, the only way to, uh, to get out of it is to, you know, is to pay a ransom, you know, a ransom essentially. And the, what I didn't realize, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't paid that close attention to this, but what I didn't realize and where the secretary of state's office comes in and is significant is when these type of things happens, let's say the city of Providence gets some sort of ransomware attack. And I mean, these things are relatively easy to happen, right? You could be a, a, a clerk who accidentally clicks on a, you know, a phishing email and you suddenly have infected, you know, a major system in the city of Providence, this, what happens is the, the local governments are essentially connected to the state's central voter registration system. And so whenever those little things happen in any given city or town, the secretary of state's office has to automatically turn off the that community from the voting system so that you don't have a you know a situation where there's an you know on our voter system and so you know she's trying to get some attention and really what she's trying to do is you know go to these cities and towns and say uh look some of you are are using you know windows 95 right some of you guys are still really really backed up in, in in a different time you really need to get kind of your act together and it's nobody's fault it's just that until you have, you know, some sort of major problem, you really don't think that hard about, you know, your, the systems that are in place. So a little bit in the weeds, you know, like I said, Secretary of State, you and I could talk about this now too. She's got a lot of challenges when it comes to, you know, running this race for governor. I actually think this is more about her doing her job as Secretary of State right now. Yeah. Dan McCombe, uh, just before we go to the break, we, where is she in the, I know she's raising money, but I mean, as much as you could say the the primaries eleven months out, which it is, or even almost getting closer to ten months out, I I think she still has a long way to go to have people let you know them know who she is, she's running, why she's running. I mean, I I get that you, this is too early to put up ads, but I I where do you think what is the state of her campaign right now? Well, it's so interesting because to your point, maybe we you and I I think traditionally would say too early to put up ads of course i wouldn't be surprised if before the end of the year you saw helena folks ads start wow. to get on television and stuff like that because she helena folks has you know in some cases sucked a little bit of the air out of the room here and a yep. lot of people are paying close attention to her 
So I, I think Nellie Gorbea has got a child. I mean, look, the, the re- there's, it's no secret. The reason she announced for governor so early, it was directly attributed. You could absolutely draw a straight line to a couple of weeks before uh, yep. the, the Providence Journal had the article two that person said race. two person yes. race. So you can draw a direct line to that. She yep. needed to get out there and say, here's what I'm going to do. She then got a, a break. Mayor Lorza, you know, completely falls apart. And, he's, and, and now she's the Latina candidate in the race. Uh, so she was looking like, you know, look, I'm going to be able to get some national endorsements. I'm going to raise this money. But she's taking a little bit of a step back because now you've got a Helena Folks uh, candidate, uh, candidacy. And I know it's not just gender politics, but there's no doubt that she could have played, you know, in, in a field of all men. Nellie Gorbea could have separated herself very clearly by being the lone female in the race. Um, so I think she's got some challenges here. Look, this is, go- I, was t- I was with somebody just last night, we were talking about how much is this, is this going to cost? How much is, is a primary going to cost? Yeah. The person said to me, somebody who's very much in the know said, I think Seth Magaziner and Helena Folks will easily spend $7 million huh. uh, in, in this. That would be, by the way, more than Gina Raimondo spent the first time out. Um, and while Dan McKee probably doesn't have the ability to raise that much money, Dan McKee is going to spend four, five, six million dollars. This is going to be, you know, a twenty million dollar race when wow. all is said and done with 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 everybody in the race. It could be much more, in fact. Uh, and, you know, if you're suddenly looking like if you're struggling to get to you know a million dollars in fundraising, yeah. um, it's going to be. Very, going to be very difficult for you to you're going to have to do something that changes the shape of the race right you have to you know have a whether it's have a major policy that everybody can resonate you know can understand and resonates or really go on the attack which is not something she's necessarily known for so no. um, yeah I, th- I think she's got a, I think she's got a challenge people like her when they get to know her but you know it's not just about being liked um and I, and I think she has a real challenge right now. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company, call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is AKA sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now, 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, let's um, go back to Helena Folks, who uh, former CBS executive uh, did announce by video last week. Let's start off with what, what do you think of the video? You know, I thought the video was, uh, you know, was well shot. I think I joked with you last week. I, I said that the <laughs> she, she tried to play this game of, uh, you know, oh, I just took this this three minute video on my phone, and I want right. to share it with all my friends. And it's like, all right, it was incredibly well lit. Uh, you know, she was either reading or had practiced her prepared remarks. This was yeah. not a, uh, you know, this was not an amateur operation. Um, I do think, though, she, in an attempt to not answer any questions about anything in her past. Um, immediately, you know, the thing is we all go on the attack when we don't have access to you, right? right? It's just human nature of the way journalists work. And so when you, when you can't, when you can barely get on the phone with her, I'll admit, I did talk to her last week briefly, but when you, you know, when you can't get the big long interview, you start to say, okay, well, who is she donated to? Boom, Mitch McConnell, that's going to be a challenge. 
Uh, you know, CVS, you love the tobacco, you know, taking tobacco out of the stores. That's such a, you know, a democratic thing. And people get, you know, certainly liberals are going to be very excited about that. Oh, wait, there was a giant opioid crisis over the last right. 20 years. And so she's going to face questions about that. And she, you know, I think it's interesting that she's trying to kind of address some of these things on Twitter. Um, you know, that's mm. where journalists are. It's not where regular people are, but it's where right. journalists are. The problem is, is like, is that the longer this goes that she's not doing the big sit down interview. I always use the, the, the Tim white interview or something like that. Sure. It, it, she is, she, you know, she, I think she, I think she'll continue to face scrutiny. And I, I talked to somebody last week who who's run a major campaign in Rhode Island in the last decade, let's say. And they said to me, and I was thinking, uh, you know, well, where does she fit in the race? I was asking that question. The person said to me that Mitch McConnell donation is going to be a huge problem for her wow. because they, they said it's a great example. They, they said, you know, the problem is, is that let's assume the, the folks name has been around for a long time. A lot of these, you know, the major politicians in Rhode Island have known Helena folks for a long time, but how does Sheldon Whitehouse get out of, you know, criticizing that kind of donation, right? right. You, right. you literally tried, you know, this is the guy who said he was going to try to, you know, essentially block everything president Obama did. Uh, and while, you know, the, the way that the honest truth, if we're, you know, it, is I donated that money because I was, uh, you know, I was a high ranking person at CVS right. and CVS needs, you know, Washington to be on its side. That's the honest answer. The problem is, is that people don't like to hear that. And the, you know, the trying to skate around it and, you know, suggest that, oh, all I want to do is, you know, I want Democrats and Republicans to come together. Well, you donated to among the most divisive people yes. that you could buy. So if the person said to me, that's going to be a major problem. Not sure that it'll you know, kill her off completely, but if you're any of the other Democrats, I mean, even, even somebody like Dan McKee, who you know, wants that moderate lane, is going to be like, hey, you, know, you, could go, you could vote for me, a real Democrat, or you could vote for her who supports Mitch McConnell. That's going to just continue to go on and on and on. But Dan McGowan, why the apology? Why not? As you had said, Trump said, hey, listen, did I donate to Hillary? Yes, I was a developer in New York. If you're apologizing now, you're going to be apologizing on a debate stage. That's exactly right. Right, because now you've done it, right? Yes. Uh, it, now you have to stay pretty consistent with that. Um, yeah, I, I think that's right. I think that is going to be a challenge for her. You never, you know, you, on one hand, right, the the public, you know, person in me, the, the resident or the voter says, well, good for her for kind of, you know, at least acknowledging she made a mistake. The person who follows politics in me says, you apologize for this. Now you find another donation and you find another one. You know, funny enough, Congressman Langevin has a, uh, I don't think it's a written, it's certainly not a written policy, but you've heard over the years, and I, I'm notorious for doing this. Somebody gets in trouble in Rhode Island, they get arrested. You, I immediately go and look. Who have they donated to? Yep. And then you, you go to the you go to the uh, the the politician. Uh, I'm, I've done this again with every major uh, politician in Rhode Island, and I say, you know, this person gave you a thousand dollars seven years ago. Will you give it back? <laughs> and it's a silly story, but it, you almost every time the politicians say, yeah, you know, we're going to donate to some nonprofit or something like that. Right. Jim Langevin is the one person who says who never concedes. Now he'll he'll you know find a way to distance himself, but I think the the view on that is once I do it here, then I have to do it every right. time. Yes. you know John DePietro is mad at me. Yes, and uh, and I, that is a problem. And when it's a high profile governor's race, and when you probably in her case, you know, you're a wealthy woman who's worked at you know major job at CVS, she is probably going to have to answer questions constantly. Um, you know, and, and by conceding it now up front she's gonna she's gonna always be expected to to do the same exact thing her not making the rounds doing sit down with yourself kathy Gregg, tim white strategy or is she just not ready strategy definitely okay. strategy it's a it's a what well, it's a, i should say strategy but it's because she's not ready it's okay. a it, it's strategy because she doesn't know the day-to-day -day issues i think that right. are affecting rhode islanders and so I think it's it's very much that the the interesting thing is so that's a problem in and of itself. The other thing is though, you know, you're now getting to a point where it's it's not so much about 
you know, she'll, she'll have time to do the ads and get the, the average person to know her. But if you remember back, let's say 2014, when the last kind of random pop-up candidate came, which was uh, uh, Clay Pell, of course, yep. what we were all hearing before Clay Pell got in the race was, hey, I was at the East Greenwich, you know, city committee, town committee last night. And who pops in but Clay yeah. Pell and Michelle Kwan. Michelle Kwan, right? Yes. And, and he was doing this all over the state. He and was. it was like, something strange is going on here. And then, of course, it was because he was running for governor. Helena Folks has not laid any wow. of that groundwork yet. And that's, you know, those things are silly. It's inside baseball. But it does get the chattering class in every community kind of buzzing, especially when mm. it's a big, you know, you could come in, you make a donation, people like that. And you're, you know, you're a charming figure. They want new. Everybody likes the newness. Everybody knows, every, every insider kind of knows all the other candidates. Um, so she, she'll, the doors are open for her, but she's got to start actually making those connections if she's going to be, you know, a major figure in this race. Before I take a break, would you, I, I thought they were almost caught a little flat-footed that, you know, this has been, you know, kind of milling about, uh, certainly thinking about it quite some time, comes out with it and, the person running the campaign didn't fully seem to be ready up to speed. They immediately took some incoming on the Mitch McConnell thing and then whether or not the campaign person was a lobbyist. It, it just seemed they were a little flat footed just how quickly and rapidly that they were going to you know, receive attention. Yeah, somebody told me that that they were they had to expedite their their announcement by about two weeks because she started to make calls to you know, her hundred closest friends or, you know, people to let them know. And it very quickly started to get out credit to Ted Nisi. I think he, he actually broke the story. Yeah. Um, so it starts to, you know, it started to get out and they were, you know, they were, they had to kind of push it up. I think though, to your point, um, they're clearly were caught somewhat flat footed. Yeah. The question, the question for her is going to be, you know, how did you like week one slash yeah. you know, now you're in week two. The, maybe you don't love getting punched in the face, you know, maybe you're this, and this is going to get way worse once people actually start paying attention. So she, you know, the other factor though, is maybe she's going to say, Oh, that that's all they got. That's, that's not that big of a deal. I can handle that. I'm confident in who I am and I'm about to spend millions of dollars. So, you know, this is all about kind of getting in her head. I could easily see her saying, you know, this isn't worth it. If they don't want me, uh, right. I'll go back. Yeah. To- <laughs> Fold the tent right now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see where that goes. But yes, definitely caught, I think, a bit flat footed. Um, I, I even I don't accept, though, this is I know this is what she's doing, but I, I don't accept the, the kind of the idea that you're running for governor of a, of, a, of a state and you, you know, you aren't quite ready to answer kind of the basic I, questions. It's I not agree. This is not that hard. Right. Yes. And, and it's like, let me get up to speed. It's like learning, a, you know, an instrument or foreign language. Then I'm not ready yet to like perform in front of everyone. Folks, yeah, quick I break, uh, quick break. A lot more Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro show. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, I'm, I'm sorry. Finish the thought on Helena, folks, the former well, CBS executive. The, the, my last thought on, on, on her and, and this, this not being kind of ready to go out of the gate. I, I've said this to you a million times, and it's not, it's not an attempt to be in, in any way like self-deprecating. But I, I, all, I let's just say this about Gina Raimondo. The reporters, myself included, who cover you know, the day-to-day politicians here, we're not 
the, you know, we're not all rocket scientists, right? It's not that hard to sit down with us and answer some basic questions. And to, you know, if you, if you're a fortune 500 and really one of the largest companies in the world, if you're a, if you're a major executive there, you can sit with the local Rhode Island press corps and answer a handful of questions about your candidacy. This is, you know, the, the idea that she's sort of somewhat intimidated or not ready to go. I mean, what does she think we're going to ask? You know, and that's, that's the challenge. Gina Raimondo, to her credit, always kind of went in with the approach of, I'm pretty smart. I think I can handle these guys. And, right. you know, and, and whether or not I like that view, it's different than just, you know, be a grown up. you're smart, you're a professional woman, you should be answering questions right off the bat. Yeah, someone told me that it's just more, it's a reflection of how the person has operated their entire life, which is, you don't take a test unless you're fully prepared. You don't yep. conduct a meeting unless you know the complete inside. You don't do a presentation at CVS unless, you know, you have everything nailed down. There's just a, a pattern of practice that you, you just never kind of fly from the seat of your pants. There's part of that that I kind of admire and it does mm-hmm. make sense. Someone that highly accomplished, but at the same token, I, I agree with you. I don't think it would have hurt to float a few things. One, one other thing, Damagam, before we go in, now, you know, her maiden name is uh, Bonanno, and the family's very well known on the east side, and I know the dad, who actually was kind of behind the scenes, was name was mentioned during the whole Mattiello situation with the convention yeah. center and yep. the Cristad, but someone on the east side said to me, uh, Wanda reached out to me to say this whole notion that uh, Gina Raimondo encouraged her. And basically said that since Raimondo has been on the scene since 2009, she first started running for general treasurer. When you look at the extended family between Helena folks and her dad and family, how much they have donated to the Raimondo campaign. And this person said, what what was, you know, Gina supposed to say? You have someone and her and her family contribute thousands and helped her and say, you know, I'm thinking of running for office. And they said, well, the only answer is it's like you're about to leave the house and the spouse says, do I look OK in this? Outfit? <laughs> and, the, you know, the car's running. You're like, yeah, now you look great. Let's go. So they just pushed back that, you know, Ramundo's always like a step ahead. There was only one answer. And that was, yeah, I think you'd be great running for office as opposed to what are you going to be the person to say? No, I don't think you, you should do that. Any any thought on that? So it, it, it's, a, it's a really smart point. You're right. I mean. Something tells me that uh, there are, you know, if you were somehow connected to her, to Gina Raimondo, and you told her you want to run for governor, it's a, it's a little bit, the for me, I always think about the people who want to be the mayor of Providence. One thing you always have to do when you run for mayor of Providence is go talk to David Cicilline because he's been the mayor of Providence. Right. And David Cicilline never tells you no, right? right. He never says you shouldn't do this. No. So, so, so I think that point is, is, is well put. The one thing I would say is I do know, and I, you and I think talked about this a little bit last week, behind the scenes, right. um, I, I think Gina Raimondo was uh, in some ways looking at, I, when I say Gina Raimondo, I don't know, I don't think the commerce secretary herself, no. you know, is thinking but, hard about, but people around her right. were looking, looking almost for like a, for the heir apparent. That's exactly yeah. right. And they, and yeah. they found, and I think they think they found that person in someone who, you know, in some cases even kind of looks the same. I mean, it's, it's kind of eerie in some ways. Now, folks, also in the Boston Globe, uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz, who is doing, uh, you know, just kind of throwing out some lines about port of entry. He does have a plan that's not taking off. But during the course of mentioning where port of entry should be in the country, he actually mentioned not only Black Island, but Newport. It, it, was, it wasn't a, a well thought out bit. He then tried to do like a fake uh, Nantucket accent. But Dan McGowan, to me, what stands out is, you know, normally – the locals, whether it's Governor McKee or even Langevin, get involved in the act. They normally always like never a mean word about anyone. It almost seems out of character to hear them like going to the mat the way. And you have a story about how they went after him about it. Yeah, and this is strange because I get it. Look, Senator Cruz, as you know, is very divisive, and yeah, he's not well liked even by his Republican colleagues right. uh, in the Senate. And part of me wonders if the delegation felt much more kind of comfortable being able to kind of tee off because 
it, it's it's a relatively unpopular person. But I did think when I heard him, that editor did this, my thinking was it was a chance for like a little bit of clearly he was you know trying to he was mocking liberals right right but there's a way to you know for senator whitehouse to to kind of push back and be funny right dan mckee even when he was asked could have made a little bit of a joke at it of course there this thing this isn't going anywhere it's not i mean even the way senator cruz kind of talked about it like you said with like the fake nantucket accent he, he gets the joke too and you almost wish, you know, you could have you could have seen our politicians almost step up and be a little funny about this. Um, I, part of it, I think, is that relationship with Cruz. Part of it is is just the divisiveness we were talking about when we were talking about baseball, right? It's just Democrats and Republicans they can't even make fun of each other and and have it not be a big Twitter scandal. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, I, my take on it was who cares and yeah let's let's hear let's let's hear some funny fire back right, Let, let's, right. Let's, you know be be charming here but nobody wants it to be fun <laughs> no and i think um you know that's where governor mckee saying yesterday i i just think he couldn't think of anything funny to say i'll tell you that's, that's where right. former yeah. mayor cnc would have come out with a good one liner to fire back and in some way he would have either. said how's the marinara sauce in houston you know, yeah right. or you know how's the port of entry at cancun that time right. when uh cruise stuck off right. folks each day uh i start off i receive a uh, email in my inbox called roadmap it's from dan mcgowan it's a complete rundown of of what's really in the paper what's on tap for today and uh and dan mcgowan each each day i mean it just you're including more details more links Links right directly to the Globe. There's a good story about Senator Whitehouse on the Globe. There's a good big story about also how uh, Governor McKee, they're trying to figure out how to spend that money. Um, the question is, how can people listening receive Roadmap? The best thing is it's super simple and it's super free. Just send me a blank email. I'll know what it is. All you have to do is type in to rinews at globe.com, rinews at globe.com. If it's blank, I'll know exactly what it is, especially as, as I get it today, because I'll know it's coming from, you know, John's show. And you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow. And John's right. You get a little bit of analysis from me. You sometimes get a scoop. You sometimes get, you know, kind of a rundown of what's happening. Uh, you get my column every week. You get all the reporting in the Globe. Uh, you know, we're really focused on, on how this billion dollars is going to get spent. So you're getting lots of that. And then you get all, you get the bonus here is, it's not just about Rhode Island, right? You get the great Red Sox and Patriots coverage. You get yes. this interesting Boston mayoral race, which looks like it's kind of folding up right now. You get lots of interesting stuff from around the region and really around the country because we have reporters in D.C. and elsewhere. So uh, rinews at globe.com, and you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning. Folks, he's Dan McGowan. Dan, great job as always. We'll talk to you again. Thanks. Talk next week, John. Thanks. Mega Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300, MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently, whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing a proven track record with fortune 500 companies you can depend on mega logistics call them today 401-431-2300 you have enough enough challenges trying to run your business let mega logistics help you do that call them today 401-431-2300 serving rhode island and massachusetts again if you have freight Freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage. You can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you've questioned
questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you can receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com they're helpful trustworthy reliable residential services from winter to summer train technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements call re coogan and heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service re coogan and heating 401-732-6562 j perry paving always provides high quality fair pricing exceptional service letter j j perry paving over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios general masonry projects give them a call today free estimate 401-732-1730 401-732-1730 letter j j perry paving a licensed and insured contracting company hey they'll meet their clients needs no matter how big or how small whether it's a brand new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed reach out to j perry paving get a free quote and remember no one's better for veterans to veterans than j perry paving if you are a veteran or related to one have them give them a call they may do their driveway for them 401-732-1730 find them on facebook and then the website is letter j j well health continues to be an important part of our daily lives that's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health it's marie and it's my health because it's your health but it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland look for her on facebook you can also call her at 401-305-3585 you know where she is right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from davidport restaurant it's my health and inside pop in You'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health because it's your health stop it and see marie 1099 menden road in cumberland 